Forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say that there are two types of people in this world. Those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have talented artist, comic enthusiast, and terrible taste in headwear, J.R. Gonzalez. J.R. sleeping. And we lost J.R. Looks like J.R. fell asleep, which is great because it gives me a perfect opportunity to address He's something. frozen sleeping. With you. Oh, what are you addressing? So, it sounds like you've been on your phone all day today. What have you been doing on your phone? Because I didn't get a single text message. I've been working on my phone. Obviously, I send emails, I mm. look at reports, mm. I check I fantasy football updates. There's a lot that goes on. Song sent, not one playlist made, not <laughs> one picture. Okay, Snapchat. If we're gonna, if we're gonna play this game, how many songs have you sent me in the last twelve months, Zach? Because I send you songs at least. At least by monthly. No, but that's not how our relationship works. You send the songs, and then I let you know what I think about the songs. But like, Mm. if it was the other way around, then it wouldn't make any sense because like that's just not what our love's been predicated on. Yeah, what would a two-way road? How would that make sense? One-way roads are the only way way you get anywhere in life. (laughs) It's just one direction. It's not turning back. Not in this relationship. (laughs) Tell you that much. Um, no, but I have sent you a couple of jams lately. That one, that you last have. one I sent you, Window or whatever. I don't know. I felt like that was just such a Zach a song. That was a banger. Couldn't tell if it was R&B or rap. Had some heart. Yeah, it was Had dope. Z. Oh, we have JR back with his terrible New England beanie. What's up, buddy? It's not terrible. It's beautiful. Awful. There's plenty of words. Sorry if I used the wrong one. Ugly. What Scott, is that? Like, like a, a, a dark mauve? I don't even know what color that is in this it's light. It's like a... a uh, like an olive green, or that's like the military green. It's the military beanie. Oh, okay. Well, the Veterans Day the beanie. Off, so it's kind of yeah. dope. All right, whatever. Let's see what you're going for. <laughs> Check that Field box. Trip. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, and then we got our third host, uh, published Arthur, published Arthur, <laughs> published author, and new handlebar mustache wearing truck stop frequenting third host Zach Barlow. What's up, Z? What's up, Doc? I don't really feel like this is a truck stop mustache, though. I think this is like a I'm so fucking artistic it hurts mustache. Mm. That sounds like somebody that, that would, somebody would say that if they frequented truck stops. Because you don't want to be known as that guy, but you <laughs> are that guy. See, like, this so mustache, like, it's not truck like, stops, it's like, never yeah, heard of her. Out at truck stops, it's more like I like drink tea and like write poetry, but I'm also tough, too. I thought like, that I was like the... Wood. Like, I write poems... And yeah, that's the soul wood. patch. Yeah, that's like that's like a right soul now. patch kind no, of thing. That's the flavor saver. Soul stuff. Ew, <laughs> flavor <laughs> saver. Soul patches yeah. are truck stop. Dude, you'll We're never catch a soul that. patch at a truck stop. That's too messy. 
It'll just it'll just get in the way. No, no chance. <laughs> Too much dribble. Mm. Chance yeah. to dribble. You know, mustache do, is perfect. It stays say, out of the way. While we're on this this uh, tangent, it's uh, unfortunate tangent. This unfortunate tangent. This is Alicia's second least favorite facial hair situation that she's ever seen on me. What's the, the first? Oh, so there's is, worst. Yeah, yeah, there's one worse, and the 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 one worse is the the chin strap. Uh, so if it comes all the way down, and then I sh- so it's actually almost the opposite of my mustache, where I like let go of the mustache completely, and then just have the beard <laughs> come down like the ch- like a chin strap of a helmet. Yes, that's like the final call. She's leaving me if that happens. So as long as really? this is only the second worst, I think I'm good. I I've seen that pulled off before. I know Cameron used to rep that all the time. Just the chin strap, you know, nothing else. And yeah. maybe it's just your uh, your facial structure can't 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 carry it like some uh, others can. Well, no, nope. it's probably what that's, it is. That's not true. My facial structure. Well, we can just carry figured it out. Anything, we just cracked so. the case, so it's been figured out. Um, so congratulations on the stash. Uh, and there's some news today, and well, really news the last few months. Um, but some news broke today on the new Spider-Man movie, and I'm curious. I know I've heard it, Jr. I assume you've heard it. Zach probably has not heard it. Is that correct? Nope. So you'll be most excited about this, and Jr. is frozen once again. So we'll just be be, be mean you. Uh, <laughs> he is he's back. So we have all these rumors coming out about the new Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire potentially coming back, Andrew Garfield potentially reprising his role. We got Kirsten Dunst in the mix. Like these are all theories, and it was essentially confirmed today that all three will not only be returning, but they will be reprising their original roles as well as the Doc Ock actor, which was Oliver, I forget his name, but Doc Ock's coming back. We also oh, knew shit. that Jamie Foxx was coming back as Electro. Emma Stone is coming back as Gwen Stacy. They're bringing what? everybody back and making the Sony franchises canon. So it's all going to be a part of this multiverse. And it was all but confirmed today by multiple Hollywood sources. So Wait, okay, so is this a Alfred Sony Molina. movie? Yes. Sony owns a rights teamed to Spider-Man. Up. Yeah, they teamed I know, up but with like Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, but there's been this this like war over the rights to the to the creative material. So they came to this? an agreement. Oh. They came to an agreement. They did. Oh. Yeah. Good on them. Look at these studios working together for the betterment of the fans. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, so we have this happening. So all those characters coming back, which I know Zach is so stoked about because it's Tobey Maguire fan crush. But then we have the Venom movie and the Morbius movie coming into the MCU where Venom is going to be involved. Morbius is going to be involved. So Jared Leto, Tom Hardy, like all these huge actors are coming and joining the MCU. And I think it is putting to life Zach's original theory several several eons ago when we lost tony stark the great tony stark his thought was that spider-man's the new tony stark in the future of the mcu they're putting the pieces around to make it seem that way they're building pieces so okay all right i have questions though so are these characters coming now officially to the mcu like like marvel bought out the rights or are they working together to do like a mcu slash marvel production where like they're both gonna hold the rights but work together for like this one-off one time so i will answer blindly and jr can correct my incorrect statements i believe 
They came to an agreement where MC, the MCU has access to the Sony characters, but the Sony cannot replicate or use the MCU characters. They can't like make a runoff with and this is Thor like or not something. for a one-off movie project. This is like for this is ongoing potential. To my understanding, yeah, because they oh, are in talks Jesus. of. I believe Spider-Man is going to have to fight Morbius and Venom in one in in one of these as well. So, dude, that's fucking huge. That's Jr. Any comments? Am I am I wrong? Am I right? Uh, I just remember that look? Sony has all the rights to make movies of all the Spider-Man villains and characters. So, like, they can they can make anything. That's like on their own. Like that's why you see a Venom movie. That's why you're seeing a Morbius. Like they can make all these movies on their own without Disney being involved. Um, because right, like Marvel is like the creator, but then you have these studios who buy the rights to make movies, basically. Like they, right? And then Sony almost lost Spider-Man because they weren't making. They didn't want to make like the third movie or um. So like the original cast, they wanted to do a fourth Spider-Man movie. They let go of the director, right, which was uh, Rami at that time, and they wanted, and Sony was gonna lose the rights because they have to, they have, in their little agreement, they have to make movies of Spider-Man, right, and it had to be over a dollar amount or whatever, so that's why they rebooted it, and then they mixed it in with Disney, right, um, but it looks like they're going to, it's, I think it's gonna be more of a Sony thing than an MCU thing. Like it's gonna be almost on their own, like. So did, giant, like, so did MCU no sell Spider Man then? Marvel's I'm not so gonna give up. I'm confused. That that story arc. There's no way that they're gonna There's, let Sony take well, the Marvel, reins. Sony Marvel takes the isn't reins owned doomed. by Disney, right? They're not owned by Disney. Marvel is like a, a like a, a third entity altogether, right? So Disney ha- bought the rights to make most of Marvel movies, MCU, like Fantastic right? Four. Yeah. So that's the. Marvel has the when the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like a blanketed term, but like um, Disney has the rights to make like let's say ninety nine point nine percent of Marvel characters. Sony has Spider Man. That's yeah. why everything is all like Marvelous and is all Spider Man. So all this stuff, Kirsten Dunst, the original cast, all that stuff, uh, Andrew Garfield, that is actually Sony owns the rights to those movie characters. Like they are have the right to add them and and subtract them. Disney does so not. Mo- so moving forward, then because that's true up until, uh, what's that little baby boy that you guys like so much? That little, Tom Holland, that little boobity booby. Yeah, yeah, that little <laughs> cute little boy. Um, Tom Holland. So he's MCU. No, he's right. he so he's shared within the MCU. So yeah, that's he's a like he's, he's the line. You know when Spider Man like webs like two sides of the ship and he has to hold them together with his oh he's brute bold? strength. He's holding on to both. Yeah, he's, he's 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 both because he's been in both. But Sony ultimately has the power Ooh, in this, this scenario. Messy. This is a, yeah. This is kind of a so that's why they almost actually. lost it. As that's I'm why they almost lost into it. This, I'm realizing how messy no, it, this is. It's sticky for sure. So it's a money grab either way you look at it. But I, the way I look at it is Sony is reprising these roles it's not going to be a long-term thing like andrew garfield and toby Maguire aren't going to be in the mcu no they're doing a multiverse like earth 616 earth whatever yeah yeah i think it's going to be like cameos right it's not going to be like huge actors who's about to play miles morales that's what we've been debating right because it's not going to be michael b jordan it's not going to be are you sure um i i honestly don't know 
I heard. I mean, everybody's like voted for Donald Glover at one point. I said Donald Glover, and you guys said no because he's too old. And I was like, dude, he can look fucking twenty if he wanted to. He's too old. You know who it should be? James Smith. No. Oh. He kind of looks like Miles Morales. I'm not that mad about it. No, he kind of looks like James Smith. Fuck James Smith. I'm actually taking a I'm actually kind of taking that. He kind of looks like Miles Morales. James Smith's the worst, though. Okay, I can see some Jaden. All right. I don't read books because I can just write my own and read them myself. (laughs) Fuck James Smith. Okay, that's not who I was going to say, but I I support that. Who are you going to say? Joey Badass. Like the Facebook or the MySpace account way back in the day that we that we used to follow. You know who Joey Badass is, bro? Oh no, I know. He's I a know. Brooklyn. <laughs> of oh, I was about yeah, to be like, Jesus, dude, you're making us look bad. <laughs> no, no, there was an account way back in the day that's Joey Badass in MySpace, and he was like the coolest. But uh, okay, I don't know what he looks like. I don't even know how old he is. But he's like late, mid to late twenties. He and he's got acting chops. He was in uh, Mr. Robot. He was like a. Not a main oh, no character, shit. but a reoccurring character in uh, the best TV series that's ever been made. Um, Zach just stumbled upon Mr. Robot. Does he got dre- Does he have dreads? He's gonna have to cut a great his dreads. show. Yeah, he has dreads. You know what rapper I always enjoy seeing in in brief cameos is ASAP Ro- ASAP Rocky. Whenever he's in like a quick little stint, he's actually a pretty good actor. Um, I don't think he can carry a role like Miles Morales or anything, but yeah. he's just got that. I don't that think he can carry it like Jaden could. I'm actually all, I'm, I'm I'm behind Jaden. Let's all right. let's go. Team Jaden. He's about the right apparently. size. He's like the right size and the right Dude, face. Dude, he could do it. Yeah, I think he, so. if he you would, look uh, at pictures of him, he could be Miles Morales. I would I would boycott that movie if it was Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. um, I'd be pretty dope though if he shows in right at the end. Look, he's with like JR's with it too. I'm kinda with <laughs> oh, it. No. Oh, let's no. start a let's start a fan. He was the karate kid, so he's got some kind of combat skills. I know, you know and he, his dad's Will Smith, so you know that he's gonna get all the best acting coaches. His dad's Will Smith? Oh shit. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, his mom is Jada Pickett. Did you know that too? <laughs> That's why I knew that. I knew his mom was. <laughs> uh, you didn't know his dad was Will Smith. <laughs> just God. fucking with you. So if this happens, if all this comes to fruition, which sounds like it is, do you think they bring back Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio to make the Sinister Six? Because we have I, God, Vulture. how much fucking budget do they have? We have Doc Ock. We have Electro, who I don't know if he was Sinister Six or not. I think he was. Mm. We got Mysterio. We got Rhino. They've all already been introduced. Who, who are we missing? I think that's it. They actually had a cameo There's, of Scorpion. Well, that's five. But, I mean, they, I don't Scorpion. think that... Um, Doc Ock... Mysterio. Yeah, I think that's it. Vulture. Rhino. So, and they did put, they put Scorpion in a, in a, an after credits thing with Vulture in, yeah. in prison. And I don't think, he, he's not the original six, but he's like, there's variations of it, right? So, um, but they can, I would think that'd be pretty dope. They do a Sinister Six movie next. Fuck like the yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. I, think I that. know that's what they wanted to do originally with the Garfield. Yeah. Run, I thought Garfield was an amazing didn't. Spider-Man too, though. He was. He was just too cool. He wasn't nerdy enough. He was like fucking skateboarding he had the and perfect like dunking basketballs. Comic book hair though. Like his hair was. Kobe was. Toby was. You say not same with cool. Toby. Toby yeah, was too cool. cool. 
He was no, just he was, he was not. Was Actually, he fit the he dorky. Especially when he had emo, he was dope, dude. He oh, was God. Sick. Jordan, all right, look, well, at, we're look, all at the, look at the picture I just sent to Jaden before we move on and tell me that can't be Miles Morales. It's on your Discord. Uh, oh, Discord. It's on my Discord? I don't even know how to work this damn app. <laughs> me neither. Well, while I look for this and struggle through it, oh, good God. Tell me that can't be Miles Morales, bro. He's out of the buff. He's buffed He looks out. good. He looks good. He's cut. He's, he look, he's got a nice little short hair That's now. That's Miles, bro. Come on. I hate who's him as that? a person. If he's a good actor, I'll take it. I don't think he is, though. So we'll who's see what happens he, with that. Who's that, who's that with Who cares? Larry that doesn't with? matter. That's not what we're looking yeah. at. That's not what we're talking about. We're talk- look at the man. Don't look at the woman yeah. in the bikini. Come on. Stay focused, JR. What podcast is this? So... Uh, we're all excited about the Spider-Man universe, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We are here he to talk just about like the Star Miles Wars Morales. universe. We are here to talk about the Mandalorian. And we have chapter 14 dropped this past week, The Tragedy. So we're going to break that down for you. But before we do, we're going to talk about our drinks. And we have a seasonal ale from King Street Brewing Company here in Anchorage, Alaska to talk about. So without further ado, let's go to that drink. Let me just finish the rest of the beer so I can pour another one and show you this fantastic head that this beer produces. So this is called the Winter Warmer, and I had a gift card to my favorite brewery in Alaska, King Street, and I wanted to f- max that baby out, so I went and got a growler of this. This is their seasonal beer called the Winter Warmer. It is a double Belgian, so if you look at it, it's got a nice little cream cappuccino head there basically pure pure brown you can't even see through that thick as thieves but uh it's a double belgian ale so a double belgium comes from actually monks and nuns the trappists uh back in the 17th century they introduced the double belgium and it's basically a a a dark brown ale with spices and with um dark fruits added so this one it's a double belgian it has cinnamon cherry and allspice added to it and a 7.5 abv Ooh, i'm not typically a, a heavy beer guy but i've already been drinking it so i'm not gonna tell like i haven't is it like significantly heavier like like i guess I, I don't think i remember the last time i had something that's heavy no no so honestly when i drink this um it almost tastes like a barley wine but not as heavy so it's like it's like a beer that's light, lightly carbonated, but doesn't have that hop bitterness. So, like when we look for an IPA, you get a lot of hop forward punch in your mouth. Like you feel like you need to drink a glass of water because yeah. it's so bitter. Yeah. This one's more like it's like a almost like a wine. It's like a dark, smooth, little bit of sweet, little bit of spice at the end. So you get the cinnamon, you get the cherry. It's almost like a dark, flatter cherry soda, but not even nearly as sweet. Um, so kind of like, kind of like a heavier, not a heavier wine, kind of like a wine, but it's lighter than that. It's got a beer feel. It's just lightly carbonated. Hard for me to explain. I'm probably butchering it, but basically what you get from this, it's not very carbonated. It's, um, a little bit malty. It goes down the throat. Nice. Doesn't have a huge hop taste. You can really barely taste the hops at all. You mostly get a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of cherry. So I'm, I'm a fan of it. And especially for wintertime. I mean, this is a cuts around the fire kind of beer what what's your favorite winter beers at because i don't know if you're a big winter guy either for when it comes to beer yeah to be honest like i don't and maybe i should 
this conversation is kind of making me think that I should, but traditionally I haven't switched up like the kind of beers that I go for during the winter. Um, I normally am just like hazy IPA, whatever hazy IPA you can find. That's what I want yeah. all year round. Like that's kind of what I drink. So, um, but I do find winter beers interesting, and I and I think that um, they're a great time because they're like thick boys with seven point whatever ABV and Ooh, up. They're so and thick, and you can't really drink Three them Ks. at any other time of year. But they're an inter- they're always an interesting flavor profile. Like I, it's not that I don't like stouts; it's just that I haven't, or or you know, double Belgiums or any anything of that nature. It's just that I haven't reached for it. So maybe and, I and, should, man. Maybe yeah, I'm I interested in it defense, too. We go into these. We go into a night. If we know we're drinking, we're not going there to play games. All right, we're not. We're not going there to mosey around. Let's have a sip of a a red cab while we talk about our day. No, we're going in. To, we're going in with a purpose. God damn it, we're going in to get fucking drunk, and that's what we're gonna do. And that's what we're gonna. Because it's come a good here time. Do, we're gonna goddamn and accomplish. I think that so, winter beers yes. are just so like the. I guess one of the reasons why I haven't reached for them as often is because they are a little bit filling. And once you mm-hmm. have. A, a couple of them, which I am likely to do if I am having beer, then you get super full and then bloated and you don't really feel that good. And so that's been the drawback. But if you're like a responsible human being and you just want like one or two, nice if you have what's called self discipline, then which neither hey, do you have, yeah. that's not true, no. man. I have a ton of self discipline. Okay. Look at this fucking mustache. I think that's I was going like, to say, what about that mustache? I was going to say, that mustache is like the, the op, like gives you a way of not help. You're like, today I think I just want to <laughs> get rid of this. Like, caught red-handed <laughs> like, right here. This is red just like on my right face, here. like, hey, by the way, no self-discipline. <laughs> Super Might as well impulsive. say fucking liar on your forehead. Right? <laughs> Impulse. Like, yeah. what? Shiny. Let's go do that. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. Whatever items by the register will be purchased if Zach is walking through. <laughs> Which is um, not untrue uh, where's the uh. lie <laughs> i uh yeah i agree i've never been the guy that changed up my game like For holiday seasons? party let's get drunk oh it's christmas at grandma's okay cool let's get hammered like i've never changed up my approach <laughs> that seems really bougie, so now though, that i'm like to do that to switch it up per season like but i feel like well we uh it. i don't know if you heard jr but me and zach are 30 now so oh, sorry we're, we're kind of changing our approach sophisticated. yeah <laughs> We're yeah, this whole thing called life you we're talk about, I get it now. Oh, I've seen things, Jay. I've seen so yeah, much. So you're getting your things. cups now. I'm seeing, you know, now it's no longer just a dirty cup out of the sink. It's the cup with the magic frozen water that you get, Zach. You know, yep. Yeah, Zach's big on the frozen water. I, I have like Jordan a beer. Jordan has. Uh, he's very like getting particular on his glass beer. With, like the little like, collapsed top there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a beer so cup for sure. Don't. Don't come to us about class, because okay. we've basically written the course at this point. Okay. I'm but, um... Just, uh... <laughs> okay, um... That's our beverage breakdown, so, uh... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to that. Without further ado, let's talk some fucking Star Wars, bro. Let's go into The Mandalorian Chapter 14. The tragedy, Jr. Take us off. Uh, this episode is directed by uh, Robert Rodriguez, and obviously written Ooh, by John Fav. I'm, you know, it's in my blood to do it. Um, Purr, kitty. Uh, Mando takes uh, Goku to the ancient temple of Tython. Um, Did you just say Goku? 
I say Groku. Groku? Groku. Grogu. Grogu. It's already happening. It's already happening. Grogu. Grogu, sorry. It's become Goku. It's just the G and the K um, that throws me off. No, I, it's There's impossible to say. I know. I, I'm just saying, like, I want when I take a quick look at my notes. Uh, if I we read... know JR, though. He says Morbius. He, he likes to have his own little language when it comes to hero names. So we, we know. Yeah. Um, uh, now I can't say it now at all. Uh, Grogu to the uh, ancient Baby Yoda. temple. I like Baby Yoda, the child. Um, and sits him basically on this big fat rock that's supposed to harness the force or something. Um, and the baby starts to meditate. And then, of course, because this is cinema and this is how. Okay, before before you butcher, it's supposed to harness the force or something. Like, let's put some heart into it. It's supposed to reach out to fellow Jedi in the universe. And it's, it's like a, a phone stones. call. Or like a, it's it's it's, it's like a, its presence known. It's a beacon force, to, so another Jedi can come and train it. And let me just say, I don't have any kids, but if I did have a kid, I've always had this thing, this theory, where I I want to name my kid the first name be something like astronomically out of this world, like just crazy, like Mustafa, and then have the middle name be something like normal like Tyler. And then the middle name would be what the kid goes by. And then the first name Where is this coming from? I am going to I'm going to just give me a second. I'm going to pull it back around. And then the first name would be like a secret that the kid gets to share with the their circle when they feel the need to. So it gives it essentially gifts the child agency of their life and future and title. And I think in a lot of ways, this is what's happening with Grogu. And this is what, because I remember last week I was fucking bagging on uh, Ahsoka for not stepping up to the plate. But I may be rescinding my remarks because basically what she did is she said, nah, bro, this guy has been hiding for a long time. Put him on this seeing stone and let him decide. Let him reach out with the force and decide whether or not he wants to be trained. Like he could have just sat on that rock and been like, you know what, fam, I'm good. And then boom off they go but instead he gets so now whoever comes to train him it was his decision it wasn't forced on him which might sway him away from the dark side or if a dark of a sith lord feels him because it's not just focused yeah, on the Jedi, it's all right? connected the right the force is the force right. and we don't know that's I mean, true not to get too far ahead we don't know who because he was in contact with somebody it looked like there was a force field around him he was reaching out, and then he closed the force field. So it seems like somebody was reaching out to him, and we don't know who it was, which is exciting. And also, uh, Zach, you should name something, like your, your first kid, something off, off the wall, please. Uh, Donald Faison, who is a famous actor. He was in Scrubs and Clueless. He was, I think his first name is like O'Donoghue, and yes. he goes by Don, Donald. So... You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you put dude. it out there. Let your kid decide what he wants to go by. I like it. Frankenstein, like. Big Daddy. Yeah. All right, Jr. Continue. Um, and of course, it's being the Mandalorian. The uh, action begins right off the bat. Everybody shows up to um, this area, including the most famous of the helmet wearing. Spa- uh, I was rocket. Mandalorian. I wasn't gonna say Mandalorian. Uh, rocket riding, <laughs> uh, torpedo shooting, desert 
you know, tragedy. Big uh, dick swinging. Uh, Boba Fett. Um, he looked a little <laughs> chunky in his suit, but whatever. Um, looked like it didn't quite fit like it used to. Hey, um, <laughs> he's got a little bit of a gut. He's got he's, a little bit of a gut. He's long in the tooth. Boba Fett's old now, man. He's been he through old. some things. Um, he was but, there for the return of the Jedi. That guy is. Yeah. Right? So I, I do. I, uh, he comes in, you know, comes up action pose, action, save the day, comes in with, you know, gets his, his helmet and his, uh, his suit that has, was passed down from his father, from his father, from his father, from his father, from his father. And um, obviously there's some argument because he, uh, Mando didn't believe that he was Mandalorian. This is a Mandalorian suit, but then he used it. This is he... this is like a huge debate. Well, it was a huge debate in like all of Star Wars lore, whether or not yeah. Boba Fett was a Mandalorian. So but he pretty you... much puts that to bed almost immediately. Yeah, because it was given to him his father's father's father or whatever, and you know, in a by the old the old people, which is this is stuff that's probably after. Like got created. This is stuff that's created after the whole first, you know, episode six, seven, and eight, or whatever, right? I yes. Mean, yeah. This is there's something. Been, so there's been a ton or of four, five, and six. Like, basically, with with the character Boba Fett, there's been a a number of different iterations through various mediums, like Star Wars Legends, Star yeah. Wars comic books, uh, Clone Wars, and they haven't all matched up. And then and then. Uh, he comes back in uh, the newer movies, which did, again doesn't match up with the story of who he was in the comics. So, like, basically, um, they're they've been trying to figure him out, and uh, they haven't done it very smoothly. But the canon now is that uh, Jango Fett, who is Boba Fett's father, and mm-hmm. also the like, not the leader, but every clone soldier is a clone of Jango Fett. Like every every single one of them, there. Right. He was the template that the Jedi used to clone, and what he got in return was a son, which is actually a, a clone, who's Boba Fett. And Jango Fett was found by the Mandalorians and given that armor, making him a foundling, making the armor actually belonging to Jango Fett. And then so when Boba Fett got the armor from Jango Fett, it was also legitimate. So it they are actually Mandalorians. They're foundlings. They're not like born. Mandalorian. They're just like Din Djarin, who's our protagonist, who's also a foundling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that brings into yeah. like this whole debate about, you know, what what is a true Mandalorian? I think there's going to be some some stuff there, but yeah. anyway, yeah, it's. I, uh, I'm a fan of, of our, I think of the, our boy the biggest Boba. the biggest thing about Boba Fett, he's kind of like a cultural icon. Like there's like people like love him in like a cult kind of way. You know what I mean? Like in Star Wars, like. It's not just um, because he's really not in hardly in any of the big stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's it's not like he's significantly in anything or a major star. But I think like in the Star Wars cultish, you know, people um, gatherings, that's he's like a big deal. Like people have statues of him. People have toys. He's like this this rare like if I guess we're gonna collect comic books, like he's this rare guy who's the first appearance is in like X Men number five hundred or whatever or two eighty two, right? Like, it's that book is worth money, but it's only because he's like, you know, it's like really dope to have, you know, as yeah. a character. So I feel like that's what yeah, so is, and I feel like they've I spun would, that off of him, the Mandalorian. Like I feel like for this sure, is, dude. I was just gonna say, like, I would take it even farther. I would say I would go as far as to say that the Mandalorian 
as a whole wouldn't be here. Like we wouldn't even be having this conversation if it wasn't for Boba no. Fett and for the reaction no to Boba Fett. Boba Fett was like just another character in the movie, like like fucking Jar Jar Binks or oh god, Jabba the Hutt. Like just he was just another character, maybe even less than Jar Jar Binks because Jar Jar Binks was actually like a reoccurring character. Boba Fett showed up a couple scenes, got murked, and then that was a wrap. With and no words, like said barely anything. Yeah, bar- like, didn't even have any line, and then and everybody just freaked out about him. And I think that like the... that hype. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. You guys are you guys are disgracing the name of Boba Fett and making people seem stupid. So let me just talk about oh, Boba Fett. So first thing, we got a first things first here. The cool one cool fact about Boba Fett and in, in this show is the actor that played Boba Fett was the actor that played Django, I believe. Yes. In Clone Wars. Uh, Tamira Miller wasn't he? In, he was also in um, Aquaman too, as Aquaman's dad. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, he's done a lot of voice work. So it's it's very clear that the Mandalorian is being written by Star Wars fans because they are pulling yeah nostalgia from every avenue they can and yeah. punching it in 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 a good way. I think it's really cool. They're using like reoccurring characters, lore. They're they're incorporating everything rather than just making their own story, which I think is awesome. Um, Boba Fett was fucking dope and he had very little lines. He got murked quick, but the, the character design that went into Boba Fett is what made him iconic. If he was wearing a fucking green man suit, like Charlie and Sonny, he wouldn't be remembered or he would be overly remembered as a joke, but he was not an overly intrusive character into the story, but he just had so much cool fucking gadgets, armor. He was a bounty hunter, which was not really talked about a lot in Star Wars yet. He was stoic. He had been known. He had a reputation, so there was some, some like history about how badass of a bounty hunter he was. He had fucking flamethrower. He had a fucking zip line. He had a jetpack. Like everything about Boba Fett was fucking rad. And this is in the eighties, dude. This is when Boba Fett. Like this is when things weren't things yet. Like Mega Man X is one of my favorite Super Nintendo games, and one of the baddies you fight, the very first scene in, in the final battle, he's Boba Fett. His name is not Boba Fett, but he has a jetpack, he has the same mask, and he flies around and he shoots you with fucking blaster guns. Like, he inspired a lot of future narrative and a lot of future characters because of just his character design. So, no, he didn't have a huge part. No, he didn't have a huge... He had... I don't know if he had any lines, but he had great character design and some some just badass, historic, just, like, essence about him of just, like, this is the fucking man. And he gets murked. Yes, he does. But clearly he doesn't. Because I think the dude's back. I think that uh, Star Wars got a little bit lucky with Boba Fett. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to call shot it shot in luck. the dark, huh? Well, not. I mean, they designed the character, so they des- every whoever worked on the character gets all the credit they deserve. I'm not taking anything away from that, but I, I don't think that when when they rolled Boba Fett out, they didn't even fucking know what Mandalore was. Or what Mandalorian armor was, or Beskar, or no, it was you know yeah. what I mean, like the Creed. Like basically, what happened is people had a reaction to the character similar to what you're describing. Like, holy fuck, who is that? That dude's dope. And the hype was real enough that they started to retcon him. They started to like mm-hmm. write him into comics and put him into the Clone Wars and build a story for him. And that's made him what, and that's like increased his popularity and made him like what he is now. Um, and you know, so that initial kind of rollout, it, they didn't know. They just made that up. They were like, okay, well, he's you know, Mandal that Mandalore's a planet, and this is the armor they wear, and which I feel like is a little bit lucky. But 
I mean, I don't know. Who cares? No, Boba Fett. I think took a shot and it landed. Yeah. This is my, my my my. I think that Boba Fett to Star Wars is Gambit to the X Men. Nope. Like it's it's just a nope. dope ass character that absolutely got a cult following not because of close. their cool aesthetics. No. And has Gambit? a cult following. Dude, yeah, dude, he's not a huge show. Okay. primary character, but he's got a fucking people like Gambit because he's dope. Boba Fett. It's not because he has. Boba Fett is the son of Jango Fett, who is the cl- the clone of every single. He's like this is all retcon, like you're saying. But like, nobody's retconning Gambit after the fact. Nobody cares. They created a whole Gambit story. Yeah, they did. I, ha- I own it on the comic book, dude. Every and one of those I, X-Men has it, it, it might be a smaller cult. I'm, it's not a retcon. Channing Tatum is signed on for it, dude. They seem to find a director for it. They've replaced the director three times. It's happening. I don't think I think the the cultural impact of of Boba Fett is much bigger than like Gambit. Like not I'm not a Star Wars fan. Oh, of course. But it's like Star Wars. it's not a, a great comparison. Like if you're saying that because of one character they created for like a 10-minute scene, like all of a sudden developed a whole hit show, Gambit's not quite in that realm, you know? Like I'm trying to think of a character where like the spin-off was so big um they became a Big time money making. I don't I'm know. not saying that they have a Mandalorian version of Gambit yet, but I do think that's <laughs> in the cards. And I think I think that it was uh, a character that they were that was got a following because not of their involvement in the story, but because of their aesthetics and their their swag. And that's exactly what Boba Fett was. And in Gambit, it will has a following. I might be the captain of this fan club. That's fine. You are. But it will get bigger. I promise you that. And I'm gonna. This is time stamped that Gambit's following will increase, especially when it comes to the big screen. God, I hope it's Josh Hartnett. Just bring him back. Anyways, move on, Jr. So we have a we have the we have Grogu on the Seeing Stone, reaching out to Jedi. Uh, ship lands with stormtroopers, and Boba Fett comes. Boba Fett and, and, um, and Finnick. I I couldn't say her name. Right? What was her name? Um. I think it was Finnick or something like that. And I didn't know who that was. She was like the sharpshooter. I guess he helped I'm pretty her out. sure she was the, the girl from season one. The episode when uh, Mando meets a guy and the guy is like going to help him do something. And then the guy ends up betraying him. And then Mando has Every to Every episode of <laughs> season one. Oh, God, I'm doing I, it. She's, she's, from, she's from season one. Yeah, she was like a, a just like any she other was episode a sniper from season one. I think season one episode like three or four. Yeah, she's okay. in. She's just like a quick hey, a path crossing character, like yeah. most of everything else that's in there. Yeah. Um, so uh, just to you know, they basically they kick ass, but not enough because they send these like badass robots down that I've never seen in Star Wars. I mean, I've seen droids, but these are like almost like dark troopers dark troopers um mm-hmm. and i think that uh um, talked about them they take the they take the child to take uh grow grow grew whatever um and <laughs> basically <laughs> uh that's you know um mando gets his ship all blown up you know he's sad about that finds a spear though finds a little ball now he's not a happy camper so <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, episode. I feel like we, uh, Jordan, 14. we talked about that ship, and like as soon as that happened, I was like, "There's your answer," 
right there. I wrote my notes that Zach manifested that shit <laughs> getting destroyed. The I swear to God, dude, just like last week or the week before, Zach. I was just like, dude, I don't fucking like that shit, bro. That ship's gotta go. And as soon they as it you, got dog. destroyed, I was like, boom, there it is, gone. They heard you for sure, because they just fucking, like, put a bunch of, like, upgrades on that ship last episode. Like, that ship got all shined up, it's ready to fucking go, and then Zach's like, no, I don't like it. Like, guys, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get rid of that ship. Zach doesn't like it. Yeah. He's fucking bombed that shit. Yeah. Um, it disintegrated, practically. Oh, yeah, and, and, and Baby Yoda wasn't just taken, but he was taking him off Gideon, and now he has him. And we also predicted that. We knew that at one point this season... Baby Yoda's gonna get abducted. Like yep. it was just, it was just leading, leading, and leading. Especially when we now he's the donor. Like it's like okay, so they're they're looking for him. They have a tracker on his ship. When's it gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And it happened here. Um, this was Tython, the original planet where force sensitive people, you know, really honed their skills. So this was a a super big callback. Um. I, I can get my thoughts of it and everything like that, but we've gone through the story, so I guess we're going into our opinions. What did you guys think of this episode? I mean, anything stand out to you that was, like, surprising? Was it overly predictable? Was um, there anything that you really enjoyed? First of all, didn't I really just want like? to give a shout-out to uh, Boba Fett's fucking, like, action scene. Because it's so Dude. dope. Like, he reminded me of Rafiki in Lion it's King. It's so dope. Like, <laughs> how he, like wrecks all these guys and then like the ships try to fly away and he uses his iconic rocket and it blows them up and then he turns at the camera and behind him these like fucking starships are falling down it's like okay dude like you're the two ships one rocket like are you fucking kidding me he had knees he had knee missiles he had missiles in his kneecap of that fucking of course yeah of course he does um so just kind of key things that stood out to me uh boba fett traditionally has not been um portrayed as like one of honor he's always kind of been like ruthless and kind of evil and um really kind of a bad guy i mean he was in the retcon we're talking right because he didn't have much of a character development yeah in retcon um but he he watched mace windu lop his dad's head off and since then he's hated jedi like like his whole goal is to kill Jedi and um, for him to be like now this, well, you got me your, my armor back. And so now I owe you. So let's save this Jedi kid. It's kind of a stretch. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's kind of like, mm, that's not the Boba Fett that we knew, but maybe he got older, so to, wiser to Zach's to Zach's point. There was an agreement made between Mando and Boba. Boba wants his armor back. And Mando's basically saying, I'll fucking kill you. No. And he, Finnick has a sniper scope on Grogu. It's like, I'll kill him if you don't give me the armor back. And they come to agreement. He finds out that he is a son of a foundling, so the armor does belong to him. Gives the armor back. And he promised in in exchange that he'll make sure that Grogu is safe. Yeah, which is, that's like a very, like, what? That's a very weird very like yeah. like here this makes sense for the story arc let's put that in there yeah there's a few things that that, that i got that vibe from which i'm down for uh, because i feel like mando and boba together like that shit's about, about to be tied but here's my prediction yeah boba fett is not gonna survive this he's gonna die no well they're they're, they're talking about a spinoff 
with Boba Fett. If they do a spinoff, I think it'll be like a when Boba Fett was younger, and they'll find a way to retcon it. But I just think that my take is that Boba Fett is going to because he cares so much about his like his status and and his like what people think about him. Like his father was like, you know, you're a Fett now, and you have to be a certain way, and people have to talk about you a certain way. And I think that he needs to like redeem his name in in a way, and I think that. A hero's death to save Grogu is like how that can be accomplished. And um I also know that Mando doesn't have a ship anymore. And if he ends up getting Slave One, which is like the dopest ship he's ever been. The dope literally Iconic the dopest ship. ship in Star Like I said, no, nah, I don't like that ship. And then Mando creators are like, okay, how about I'll hand you literally the fucking <laughs> coolest ship there's ever been. Here. Dude, if you have that, if you have this much swing, dude, you should start saying, making some more demands. Like, <laughs> I need to be the fucking stormtrooper in one of these scenes. Like, see if bring Mace Windu back. Like... Bring Mace Windu back. You heard um, it here, folks. So yeah, I think that uh, Boba's gonna die. I think Mando's gonna inherit uh, Razor or Slave One, and um, I thought Boba was amazing. Um, and overall, I thought it was a dope ass episode. Okay. Anything stick out for you, Jr.? Uh, I mean, I, I like the episode. I, I didn't. I get. I mean, I didn't. I haven't read a lot into Boba Fett other than like the feeling of episode, you know, six. You know, and I, I, I think it's a great point to bring up that he was kind of an asshole. I mean, he was out for the money, pretty much, right? I mean, so now he's he was out a bad dude. Yeah, like, like so well, bro, he also was in a Sarlacc pit for God knows how long. I mean, well, I'd say now that he got digested, Sarlacc. is he like a better person now? So I don't come know. to Jesus moment. If you're gonna have a come to Jesus moment, so, I don't know. That's in the just stomach of my, a sandworm. Thing. Um, his little spear thing, I it kind of looked like a, a coat hanger to me. So I mean, it wasn't like, I like too it. impressive. His weapon, the yeah, his like spear looking like dude, that's a Tuscan Raider. He got that from the Tuscan Raiders. It just that's looked like, like a coat oh, hanger no. to me. It didn't really look that great to me but uh um, okay well he was breaking stormtroopers faces with yeah, it so it seemed I mean, pretty dangerous. i feel i also feel like those stormtroopers have a little bit more padding in their helmets or they have no padding because they literally get knocked out with one you know stormtroopers are literally like just like fog i know there's the easy thing time. and fun Let's things just throw to some kill. people out there buy some time yeah i'm not gonna that. accomplish anything um <laughs> I was super annoyed that Mando kept going and trying to get the baby out, even though it kept bouncing him back and he kept doing it. It's like, okay, now he did it like five times. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so I know they were like that gap. I feel like the director was like, you know, this is me making, this is the, the, the sign for making it last longer, stretch it out. Like, Hey, stretch it out. We, the stormtroopers aren't quite there yet. Like keep going, keep going. Um, and I just felt like some of that was off. Don't get me wrong. I like John Fav. He's he's a great Johnny Fab. He's a great writer. I didn't realize he wrote Elf or he directed Elf, and he's you know he's had a lot of play and a lot of things oh, yeah. like that. Oh, so now, yeah, uh, that's that's a big game changer for sure. Yeah. So, but it, Elf actually changed his career, and it actually changed uh, Will Ferrell's career. So, I mean, it was kind of uh, a well, big thing. Great. Yeah. But uh, I I did feel I do feel some of this writing in this episode was like they've been trying to have this all point together and didn't quite equal out. Like it didn't quite line up certain things for me um action was yeah. great um and i mean i love mando i love the um he's a little bit more different than he is a little bit in season one he talks a little bit more now he's less stoic in this season 
um, than anything. Um, uh, I think I feel like you've uh, got to do that if you're gonna make a show. I, Ultimately, I your know. protagonist I mean, has to carry something. Just, it's just weird for me, I guess. But and I I do like the Baby Yoda. I mean, it makes me laugh, and you know, you can see like it growing up a little bit more. So, um. I mean, yeah, there's some good things. That, those are all the bad things. Um, you know what pissed me off? Can I just throw one thing in there? Yeah. It pissed me off that Mando put his jetpack down and then never <laughs> went back and got it. That's what I was going to You're stomping on my shit, dude. I was going to bring that up. Oh. So, oh, yeah. But I, I totally agree. That's like part of the writing that like, hey, they had this like parallel universe of everything coming together. And then here's like that, that spot, but not everything quite aligned. Like, you know, you put a puzzle like, piece like, in. Why would you get your shit? Go get like, your shit. Like you're in a fight, dog. Like you like, need. And they're your, and they're your running shit. up the hill, and I'm like, it's because they're stupid. flying away with Baby Yoda, and now he can't chase him. There, I know. There like so it was written for a reason. Into this episode for a reason that were not organic, and it was so obvious. Like right. that was one. The uh, fucking him reaching for Grogu the entire time, and getting shot back like the entire time. Like that was one. I mean, it was it, there was a lot of or, or the the big machine gun on the on. Finnick or whatever, and she's like running alongside this canyon, like while he's like shooting at her for like five what? minutes, so she can just jump down. And she's this badass and, like, sniper, and she has like that millisecond to shoot that guy, and she does it. I know, bro. Take and that. And I'm dude's like, head she pulls off. up, like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. yeah there's just a lot she, of and, that. And then instead, she does push a boulder, a boulder down the fucking hill, and that gets him. Like, and okay. it just takes out everyone. Yeah, it, it was very uh, like coinc- like coincidental. Yeah, that's uh, that was my like I noticed sure. more of that this episode that like there was the cool spots like Boba Fett and that action scene like that's in every you know su- you know gets you riled up kind of thing. Um, uh, but it was like I don't know. I mean, it was fun to watch. Like I love watching stormtroopers get knocked out. Like don't get me like I complained about his coat rent hanger knocking him out, but it's fun watching them like get their ass kicked like and they're like run run you know like in their you know their like speakered voice you know <laughs> yeah um i think that's always fun so um i mean that's pretty All right, much well it. well you guys kind of gave your thoughts i'll give mine and then we'll go around to scores I, I i liked the episode i thought it was fun it was i thought the setting was weak dude this looked like southern california i was saying like, like it, uh, this, looked it looked like was. where i lived in the high desert yeah Africa, dude you know? like I wouldn't be surprised to see like a soccer mom jogging up the trail on the or hill a highway in the background. Fight. <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> dude. Like it was like the one thing I've really loved about the season is every episode has been such a unique, beautiful, in depth setting. Yeah. And this one was just like, hey, uh, we're ten beers in. What should we write and what where should we do it? But like, a little bit less. Backyard. And this will happen. We'll we'll make it work. Like it, it seemed a little lazy. Um, this was definitely an action filled throw-in episode so it was still fun so i still enjoyed it but there was definitely a lot of like okay that's pretty lazy um i we knew it was gonna happen we knew that baby wasn't gonna taken uh boba fett to be honest i was a little disappointed when i first saw him like oh that's boba fett like he looks looks chubby and and whatever and then he comes in and he just fucking wrecked shit that was pretty cool so i did enjoy that um I'm a little. I got a little sad at the end when it showed Baby Yoda kidnapped, like fucking around with the stormtroopers, and then like Gideon, Moff Gideon's like, "Oh yeah, you've learned a lot, but you're very sleepy now, aren't you?" And he's like getting all tired. He's like a little prisoner, like such a little helpless Baby with Yoda. With his little handcuffs, Grogu. I thought those were really. I like, know. Where the, did they the, get the those from? Did they? <laughs> like, I don't know. 
I mean, and uh, who knows? He has force powers. He probably just fucking like whatever. But yeah, that that made me sad. So th- there was it was a good episode. I, I gave it a seven because I felt like it was, uh, it wasn't a filler. There was necessary things that had to happen, but it was thrown together. It seemed like without a lot of thought. A little janky. So it I gave it a it seven. Didn't all, it wasn't a smooth delivery. No, no. And I was disappointed by that. By, I mean, it's Tython. Like that's like an iconic planet in star wars lore and you're just gonna make it fucking the a trail at beverly hills or wherever like <laughs> i don't know but i gave it a seven zach what'd you give it um i'm gonna give it an eight i was not as bothered by the things you guys are uh calling out although i do recognize that it was definitely um hiccups in the delivery of the plot I loved Boba Fett. I thought it was fucking amazing when he got his armor back. It was like a moment. I was like, oh my god, dude, it's fucking Boba Fett. Yeah. You never would have thought you'd see live action Boba Fett again, and here we are, played by the same guy, dude, in the same armor. I thought it was like, just exciting. Just a cool, and then like, how he like, handled it, like with his knee wrong, like, he had a, just a coming out scene that, honestly I thought was amazing. Um, For sure. Yeah, so I thought I thought it was I thought it was really fun. One thing I did want to say though, uh, before I we move on is note how Grogu was using the force when he was captured. He was choking those dudes out. Angrily. Yes. Yeah. Which is like a dark side technique. And that's why I got sad. It's like fuck, man. He's yeah. like And then he was trying stressed, to kill those scared. guys, bro. He was like at, at first like when it when it first happened, that, that last scene, I was like, Holy fuck, did he just kill those guys? Because if he did, it's it's significant. Like, that's a significant event. And then, you know, as Star Wars does, like, they should have been dead. I mean, they were getting freaking flown all around the room. But then, like, they get back up. And they're like, oh, God. Oh. And I think they showed you that just to make sure, like, nerd-ass motherfuckers like me knew that, like, Grogu didn't technically kill those guys. But he was force-choking them. And he was, like, out of rage using the force in an attempt to kill those dudes which um is is dark side techniques so or is it self-defense though is that rage i mean he's kidnapped force choke is like 150 percent dark side of course but like i don't know i is guess he rage cor- is strong cornered? like he's i mean scared. I yeah he should have been meditating though yoda would have been i mean meditating. there's i think that there's ways like there like there's like jedi ways to do, like force push which is like you are thing. not supposed to be here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's go those get me things, a milk. But like there's like also like like tried and true Sith techniques like lightning. Lightning would be one, and then, then another iconic one is force choke, which he was fucking doing. So like I feel like I don't know what you it don't means. think Luke Skywalker ever force choked himself while he masturbated. Come on, <laughs> let's, why let's he, be honest why, here. Why would he do it? <laughs> like what, if you're into that, why don't you just use your hand? I don't know. You never tied a belt around your neck and just. I guess because he needs I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know how none of that works. For it. Uh, I'm out of here, on, guys. I'm out of here. We're all human. Come on. <laughs> all right. So Zach gives it an eight. Jesus. Jr. What's your score, dog? Oh, I give it a six point five. Six point five. Ooh, going for the low brow. Yeah. All right. Well, we all set our reasons, so that gives us a seven point two, which. From everything I heard before watching this episode, it was a very iconic, very exciting episode. And I think that everybody's just gung-ho about Boba's appearance. And Zach is right. Boba's appearance was the heart and the fucking beauty and the excellent part of this episode. 
And then when he donned his armor after knocking everybody out, it was even cooler. So Boba, Boba made this a 7.2, if not greater. We might even be underselling it because of how great it's, Boba was. It's like they um, said, hey, this is Boba Fett. Let's write an episode around that scene. Fuck yeah, like. dude. In, yes. in Beverly Hills. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so two episodes remain. What happens next? And my theory is they rally the troops. Something happens where we're scared. And then ep- the last episode is, you know, them either saving Baby Yoda or attempting to save Baby Yoda and he gets taken. If they do save Baby Yoda, I think that they see what the experiments they were making on Baby Yoda become. And that's the end. So either they save Baby Yoda and they see what the creatures are, or they don't save Baby Yoda and that's the, the cliffhanger. What do you guys think? I think that this season is meant to establish the stakes of the grand plot. And I think that we're going to learn the stakes from a failed rescue attempt. And I think that, like you said, Mando's going to rally the troops. They're going to go after Moff Gideon. Um, Do you know who he's rallying, by the way? Do you know who he asked about when he, came, when he went and saw Cara Dune? Oh, yeah, yeah, the sharpshooter, uh, Louis, Louis C.K. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> One of those comedians. Close. He's just going to masturbate on himself in the credits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Yeah. Bill Burr's character, who I didn't think would be making a reappearance. That was I, one character not, that like, was gone. I'm not overly excited about it, to be honest. I didn't love his character. I remember actually no, he's kind a, of he's bagging okay. on that episode and his character big time. Yeah, last, it was just okay. Year, so... Anyway, yeah. so that's fine. So he's going to rally some sort of troops. Boba Fett's going to be there. I think Boba Fett's going to die in the process. I also think that Moff Gideon is going to die. And I think that um, oh shit, what's going to happen is like, first of all, we're going to understand that what the extent is of the experiments that, that, that are happening. Then we're also going to get an idea of the scale at which the procedures are, are being uh, undergone. And we're also going to understand that Moff Gideon was actually is actually not the big bad guy. He's he's just like a like another lieutenant. And then I think we're going to be introduced to the big bad guy, who I think is going to be Grand Admiral Thrawn. I think Darth Maul is going to come into play in here somehow. You're bringing okay. Let let's okay. Let's let's just let's talk about Zach's theory. So I love that Zach, and I think that Thrawn is already been introduced, and there's talk of. Uh, you know, Ahsoka Tano's spinoff being the Thrawn saga. I got the same vibe that you did that Moff Gideon isn't the end all. Like no. he was reporting to someone. Yep. Like like send a dis- a, a coded message to the doctor that we had. And like, if that's the case, somebody else is saying that he's in charge. He's not the one that's like super excited about this. He's expected this. So yep. I I got that same vibe. And if it does go the Thrawn route in this series. Have you heard of the Duchess? No. So the Duchess, and this is credit to uh, Mandalorian Watch podcast because I listened to it. The Duchess is a weapon that Thrawn established in his military that would target Beskar in the galaxy and cook it. So it melts people from the inside that are wearing Beskar. Oh, Jesus. So it's like this huge weapon that targets the one thing that Mandalorians use to defend themselves, which I think if they bring that to this would be fucking dark and incredible. Yeah. To see how they yeah. That'd be tight. Kind of that. Yeah. I can see it going in that direction. 
another thing that will happen if this if this plays out is that Mando will get the dark saber. Oh, cuz yeah, Moff dies. Yeah, cuz I think Moff, Moff is going to get off. Or Grogu. Uh they're not going to save cuz he put it Grogu's, He put it in Grogu's face and Grogu reached for the saber. Yeah, I don't think they're Grogu's not going to get it. I I think Grogu like they're going to try and fail. But either Mando's going to get the dark saber or he's going to bring Ahsoka Tano with him and Ahsoka Tano's going to get it. Which is like Interesting. Hmm. I guess. All right. I think Sebastian. JR thinks, JR I think thinks Sebastian Maul is coming Stan, back. What's yeah, going I think on? The, uh, Darth Maul. I think Sebastian Stan's going to play uh, Luke Skywalker and come in save the day. That's what's going to happen. Sebastian who? Sebastian Stan. He's going to play Luke Skywalker. Who's that? He's uh, the Winter Soldier. He looks like. Why do you want him to play Luke Skywalker? Dude, why, Luke, we're like... not doing Skywalker. If, if yeah, they bring yeah. in a Skywalker, they're going to bring in raging. Se- and I'm Zach's burning walking. it down, bro. Sebastian Stan's coming in to play. Look it up. He looks just like Mark Hamill, uh, and uh, he's gonna come in and play Luke Skywalker and save the day. If they bring, if they bring Bucky, in a Bucky's like the worst part of the MCU. I don't like, give he a looks fuck just about like Bucky, a, no, dude. I, I, um, I really don't have any theories because it's Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I do think that. Uh, wow. If they're playing, it looks a lot to me. I have seen the Clone Wars, and it looks like they're playing a lot off of the Clone Wars. Um, so if that's the case, then Darth Maul is involved somewhere. Um, and uh, isn't he already dead again? Didn't he die again in Clone Wars? I don't. I don't think, think so. so. No. He had a brother. He had a brother that uh, died. Darth Paul. Like he was. <laughs> <laughs> If that's not his name, it should it's be Darth Mark. Darth um, Maul and Darth Paul would be great. But I think that uh, I think I don't remember him dying. I remember him being a really important piece. I remember his legs coming, like they build legs for him and everything. So I remember uh, the robot legs, yeah. Um, so I do feel like Darth Maul is gonna come. Something, something like that. I don't know. It's really hard. Zach, you played. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, you go, Jar. I'm saying it's it's really hard to kind of like theorize when I kind of know that Ray kills Palpatine at the end. Oh my god, we're not going back into this. I know we know the future. I know it drives we know me the nuts. Future, I can't I can't theorize. It's really hard. Everything to... can be retconned, no, JR. No, I hate it. Everything can it's be. It's so not um, fun for me. Cal, I don't know Cal's last name. Rogo. The Jedi. Uh, no. Uh, Cal from Fallen Order, the video game. I don't um, know his name. Is he? I don't know It's Cal something. About. You never played Fallen Order, Zach? I thought you played that game. I know, I know who you're talking about. I just don't know. I don't know his last. I name. don't know his name either. Oh, so he's. I, I wonder if he's in the lore at all, and if he has anything to say about getting called from the. I mean, it's great that they use the, the actor. Potentially, uh, could get. We there. should talk about who who could who could potentially show up. So we did last last week. We talked about Ezra. Oh, we talked about Ezra. Luke. Right. Um, Cal, Cal is the only nuts. one that we didn't talk I, about. I would love for them to pull from. Video game. I mean, they already have the Dark Troopers are a pull from a video game, so right. That's not off the table. So, and I think and I'm pretty sure Ahsoka was in uh, Kotor. If they, if they saw Cal in live action, I think they would fucking Cal Kestis lose their minds. I know I would. Cal Kestis, that's Kestis, his name. Yeah, Cal, Kestis. Cal Kestis. Yeah, I'm rooting yeah. for Cal. I would love to see that. I would love he's to a see that too. I actually character. really liked him. Yeah, that'd be tight. I, I thought he was actually a better Jedi than Luke at times in the video game. Like. 
Yeah, with his little fucking little like uh, robot pet on his shoulder. He was just the, the sweetest. Yeah, and he was fucking well, also he, the savage. For sure, be. his skills were better. No, but that's well, the video. If I was controlling him, what? I mean, no. no. Luke Skywalker yeah, is could... one of the most powerful Jedi to ever live. What are we talking Nobody about? Nobody's more powerful well, like than Luke his, besides Luke fucking Luke was like Grogu more forced than anything, eventually. though. Like, his lightsaber mm. skills were... Darth Vader Bro, was on I, the downslope after and felt bad Luke, for him. Luke literally had had yoga. Yoga. <laughs> he probably did. He did yoga with Yoda in the swamp name for another, like a week. Name another And then he Jedi. was fucking fighting Darth Vader. Name another Jedi who literally can fucking use the Force to, like, stop time. And stop projectiles that are like coming at him, or can project himself. Like this dude is on a whole nother. Like by the time we meet, Qui Gon projected himself. He, I think, I thought he created. He the... was a force ghost. I'm talking about like real life. He's like fighting, and then like he ends up getting murked, and then he, you find out that he's not even fucking there. Like he's just meditating yeah. somewhere and then like it's like a like a second luke who's all the fighting fucking phasers on him and yes, he's not even dude, there like, yeah that was luke's savage, a, well, that's, that was savage. He's like literally though, a goat like older. you're telling me I mean, luke's I thought, goku luke is goku luke is stronger than luke him is like was. michael did, jordan like he's like read th- there's not an argument he's the most powerful jedi there's ever been well i luke thought princess leia was actually stronger than him i dude i swear i read somewhere she probably had a stronger like connection to the force but leia never used a saber you know like leia never fought yeah. And she never honed her skill oh set. Like she, no, don't get me wrong. I love Luke Skywalker. Tap. I just don't think his the the way they portrayed him in it wasn't as like Darth Vader and Anakin were like I felt the most powerful, the fastest. Well, the, it's the same person, the and, and, and he got murked. Yeah. Well, he was different when he got Obi-Wan. Darth Vader. He was, and he felt bad for his son, and he turned good, which got him killed. Yeah, murked by Obi Wan, bro. Obi Wan was like, nah. Obi Wan shouldn't jump, make actually, that jump. Obi Wan is actually my favorite. St- uh, Jedi. Obi Wan is great, but um, Luke gets a bad cred. It's the same. It's the Goku curse. Like, because he's OP, he doesn't get any support or any love. I don't think he's I'm, OP. I'm, I'm, I don't love Luke Skywalker, but I'm I'm not know, gonna let saying. you just like shit on his name. Like, he's not the goat. No, right? I, he's the goat. We, I don't we know. Have to I think Kyle had a better. I don't know. He's the goat. If we get established last that, week, we established the Yoda. You want to have? No, I don't think. He's last week goat. we established Yoda's a bitch. This week we established that Luke is the goat. Agree. Luke's the goat. I don't think Luke's Luke the is the goat. I think I, if anybody's gonna be the goat to me, it's gonna be Obi Wan. Like that's gonna be the goat. I mean, he's a great. That's like we're comparing like greatest of all time to like good role. Players. MJ versus LeBron. No, we're not. I, th- this is like MJ versus like fucking. I I, just, I don't know. I don't discount Obi. If we're gonna go into this, don't OB discount Obi. I'm, I'm not saying like he's that, not a legend. Dude. I'm just saying he's like a like he's he in the top. Down when he was the fastest. Fifteen, maybe. Okay, so you're a Mace Windu over Obi One for sure, dude. We should okay. Our next live episode, we're ranking Jedi's. Done. That dude. would That's be a great fucking episode. Holy argument, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm going. You know, yeah, we're still recording Jedi's. this episode. Are we gonna include this? Or I know. Well, we're getting the fans enthused. Like, let's let's fucking make this happen. Action uh, city. Like now, we're is... just arguing now at the end. Of the <laughs> we're just not. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm so sure a long ass time ago, bro. You're like no you're pooping on I the mean, goat right now, right. man. I have pop. All right, figures all right. Of we're gonna continue this conversation at a latter date. Lightsaber. It's green. It's my favorite color, but. Uh, lightsaber is his favorite color we're gonna close this out we'll continue this conversation on a live stage but uh jr what do you want to plug tonight bro <laughs> uh we did a vlog i did a vlog with my buddy marcus which we're gonna do about once a month with me randomly picking beer um it's kind of fun it was our first one it was uh editing and stuff was for the first time and that stuff so uh check out the vlog on youtube 
Um, there's some, you know, youtube.com slash hop heroes podcast heroes podcast. Uh, and again, it's just me drinking beer, which is stupid because I don't like beer and I'm literally just really great taking sipping and dumping it and letting my friend get hammered. (laughs) And, uh, so that's what this podcast was built on. Um, everybody, everybody else gets hammered. Um, but it's fun and we get to support local uh breweries local places like that was edison city in tacoma which is a very you know uh privately owned and they put a lot of different breweries for a lot of private you know small brewery companies out there so um check out the vlog and check out action city uh comics because uh we support them they support us um and you know check out our social media page because i put a lot of work into it sometimes he puts a little bit of work don't don't give him too much credit zach what do you got to plug Nothing, man. Everybody stay safe. Stay safe, absolutely. You can always find us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Check us out on YouTube. We got some <laughs> beer vlogs popping with our boy JR trying out some beer that he has thoughts about. And we'll come at you next week with Chapter 15. Until then, this is the way. Yeah.